our message, the beauty of serving God. Our title today is the beauty of saving God. In other words, we will be exploring the blessings that comes with faithfully saving God. The blessing that comes with faithfully serving God. People of God, the Bible makes it clear that there are two important proofs of a man's dedication to God. In other words, important qualities that proves a man's dedication to God. It means if you have these two qualities, heaven recognizes you as a dedicated Christian. When we study the Bible in the book of Matthew, Chapter number 4. When you read verse 10. The Bible says. Then Jesus said to him. That is Jesus saying, saying to Satan. Away with you Satan. For it is written. Take note of that. He says for it is written. It means for it is instructed. It is commanded. That you shall say, you shall worship the Lord your God, and Him only you shall serve. Please read it for us. Hi, Fumanile Ebalechina. Jale Jesso Arhuena. Toha Satani. Hobani Humotilo Hutri. Humamela Morena Motimuahau. Me Osebelete and Afela. Are you listening, people of God? Amen. The Bible says it is written. Bibiler Humotilwe. Jesus says it has been commanded. Morena Jesso Ori Kemolao. It has been instructed. Detailo. That number one, you shall worship. You shall. Worship the Lord your God. To only him shall you what? Shall you save. It means people of God, how do we know that a person is a dedicated Christian? A man or a woman who is a dedicated Christian is the one, number one, who possesses a heart to worship God in truth and in spirit. How do I know that I am a dedicated Christian? Number one, a man or a woman who is a dedicated Christian is one who possesses 
a heart to worship God in truth and in spirit. Munaka pamasadi yaitetseng ke ona lepelo. He says you shall worship the Lord your God. Number 2, how do I know that I'm a dedicated Christian? A dedicated Christian is the one who serves God faithfully. Please write it down. A faithful Christian is one who serves God faithfully. He says, and him only shall you serve. It means people of God, the book of Matthew chapter number 4 verse 10 tells us about the one whom is recognized as a dedicated Christian. So people of God, for you to be considered a woman or a man who is dedicated to God. This are the qualities that you must possess. Number one, you must be a man or a woman who worships God in spirit and in truth. Number two, you you must possess a heart of faithfully serving God. So people of God, if you possess these qualities, then you are regarded a committed Christian. However, many people focus only on serving God. I'm sorry. Many people focus only on worshiping God. It is few people who serve God. People of God, for you to be a dedicated Christian, you must possess both these qualities. For your spiritual life, many people, when you look at their spiritual life, there is imbalance. Because they are focusing mainly on worshipping God, but it is few who serves God. That is why Jesus says in the book of Matthew, chapter number 30, chapter number 9, verse 37 to 38. Verse 37 to 38. Please write it down. Matthew 9:37 to 38. He says, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Are you listening? Please let's continue, my brother. He says, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. He says, Pray. 
that the Lord of the harvest may send more laborers. Jesus clearly says that there are few, few people who are servants in the kingdom of God. He says the laborers are few. The harvest is plenty. But the laborers are few. Therefore, people of God, many are worshippers, but few are servants in the kingdom of God. People of God, after you become born again, you need to desire spiritual growth. You need to grow from being just a worshiper but to being a worshiper and a servant in the kingdom of God. Are we together people of God? You need to grow from being just what? a worshiper, but to being a worshiper and what? A servant. A servant in the kingdom of God. We are expected as children of God to serve in the kingdom of God. So people of God, you need to grow. You need to grow so that you may be a servant in the kingdom of God. It is not enough for you to be a worshiper only. For you to come to church and just leave. Come to church and you just leave. But you need to grow to the level of being a servant in the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Look at the person sitting next to you and say, you need to serve God. You need to serve God. Say, you need to serve God. What is serving God all about? Because our message is focusing mainly on the subject of saving because we are, ex we are talking about the beauty of saving God. But the question now is, what is saving God all about? Please write it down. Saving God involves waiting on him for instructions and commands. Serving God involves waiting on him for instruction and commands. John chapter number 2 verse 5 The Bible says his mother said to the servants he said to who? Servants. Whatever he says you do, do it. 
How do you know a servant of God? Now, a servant of God is the one who waits on God for instructions and commands. And he carries them out. Whatever that God instructs him to do, he makes sure that he carries them out. He do them. The mother of Jesus spoke to the disciples, the servants. He says, whatever he says, do. You do it. Praise the Lord. What is saving God all about? Number two. Saving God involves going on assignment for God. A servant of God is the one who goes on assignment for God. In other words, a servant of God, for example, is the one who goes for things like soul winning. Yes, when you are on assignment for God, it is when you go win souls for the kingdom of God. Cleaning in the house of God. Standing in the gap to pray for the servant of God. Praying for our nation, our community. When you are on assignment for God, it is when you commit even your finances to support the work of God. Those are the marks of a servant of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, the beauty of serving God is our message. But I want for us to look at the beauty of saving God. But before we go there, people of God, I want you to write this down. Service in the kingdom of God is not just an action, but a covenant walk. Service in the kingdom of God is not just an action, but it's a covenant work. I mean, people of God, when a man responds to the duties of the service of God, God responds with manifestations. When a man responds to the duty of service, when a man responds to the call, to serve God. Since Jesus says the laborers are few. God responds to that action. With manifestations. That is the beauty. 
If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. <laughs> Please read it for us. Habaka utwa. Meba baudumela. Bata katella bopilo. Babona le shonolong. Lintile mozabona tabu. If they obey and serve. Habaka utwa. Are you listening to, to that people of God? The Bible says they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Where there is pleasure, there is no pressure. <laughs> Where there is pleasure, there is no pressure. Now this is the beauty. The beauty of serving God. The blessing that comes with faithfully serving God. It says you shall spend your days in prosperity. People of God, are you a servant of God? The promise of God stands. The laborers are few. Servants in the kingdom are few. God is looking for servants. And those servants shall enjoy the blessings that comes with serving God faithfully. Exodus 23, verse 25 to 26. Exodus 23, verse 25 to 26. I can't hear the church. You shall what? Serve the Lord your God. You shall serve the Lord your God. And he will bless your bread and your water. <laughs> you shall serve the Lord your God. And he shall bless your bread and water. When God blesses your bread and water, increase comes. 
It means, people of God, if you serve God faithfully, you cannot lack. It says, so you shall serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water. As it continues, he says, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. My God. This is not the message that we need to preach. We need to teach it so that we understand. <laughs> he says, if you serve, you will take sickness away from your midst. The beauty of serving God. Are you sick? Now yakula. Then you need to check your spiritual work with the Lord. Are you just a worshiper? Now a worshiper and a servant. In the kingdom of God. So it means, people of God, if you serve God, you are guaranteed good health. The promise of God is not just that you will not lack, but He also promises you good health. He says, I will take away sickness from your midst. The beauty of saving God. Let us continue with the very same scripture. Verse 26. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. Ah. <laughs> the beauty of saving God. It says no one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. You shall not be barren. Some of you, the spirit of barrenness is there in your finances. Nothing is moving. You are not becoming fruitful. You know, the opposite of being barren is fruitfulness. Are you listening? The opposite of barrenness is fruitfulness. To, to be fruitful, to bear the there are people in our midst. The spirit of barrenness is there in your finances. I pray for you that as you serve God faithfully may that spirit of barrenness be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Twenty 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 four, there must be fruitfulness. Twenty twenty four, Otamile Obehe, Kapa, Obedi Tulana. 
There must be fruitfulness in all areas of your life. He says, as we continue with verse 26, I will fulfill the number of your days. Hey. You shall live long. You shall not die before your time. I will fulfill the number of your days. If you what? Serve me. The beauty of serving God. People of God, serving God is not just an action. But it is a covenant walk. It is what? A covenant walk. When you respond how Arabella to the call of God to save. He responds to that action with manifestations. Manifestations. Kaiso. You shall not lack. He says. He says, I will take sickness away from your midst. It's a promise of good health. He says, No one in your land shall be barren. Because of you, no one in your generation who shall be barren. Ah, he says, I will fulfill your days. It means you shall not die before your time. By simply saving. How faithfully the beauty of saving God. I'm, I'm trying to make this message as simple as I can. And I hope you understand what I'm saying to you. People of God, Satan knows the beauty of saving God. That is why he often times try to disturb you from saving God. Try to bring distractions. Because he knows the beauty of saving God. Serving God. Even when you are going through challenges. Is a real proof of stewardship. It proves that you are a true and a mature Christian. When we read the Bible, in the book of Job, chapter number 1, verse 8, the Bible says, Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant, my servant, 
job. Na ukilewa bwana msanka wakachobo. I don't know why people of God every time when we go through challenges. Haketse bobane nchaba samotimo kana ko tsohle ha re feta dipepetsong. We have this belief. Rena litumelo yena. That God has forgotten about us. Ya re motimo lepetse ka rona. We all know the story of a man by the name of Job. Ka fela re tseba pale ya monna ya bitswang Job. And what he went through. Lo ro fitile ka ra eng. But listen to God when he speaks about this man before he goes through what he went through. Emba mamela motibo ha bua ka monna yena pele a feta on thotsa fitileng ho tsona. Job 1:8. Job chapter 1 verse 8. He says, "Have you considered my servant My servant, a servant is the one who serves. Mohlanka ke ya sebeletsa. My servant Job. Mohlanka wa ka Job. He says there is no one on earth like him. Are hobane ha ho motho ya tswalo ka yena lefatsing. He is blameless and upright. Ya tsamayang ka ho loka le bogabane. A man who fears God and shuns evil. Ya tsaba modimo ya sesefambubi. A servant, Mosanka. A servant, Mosanka. He still went through what he went through. Me wile apfeta hotso afitile hotsona. But because Job knew mysteries, Emba hobane Job ona tseba di piri. Job understood the beauty of serving God. Job ona utlisi sabote ba usemeleza mti. Even when he was going through hardship, like hafita karamai. The Bible says in the book of Job 13:15. Bible rekara bukaya Job chapter 13:15. He says, "Though he slay me, yet, yet I will trust on him." He says even so I will defend my own ways before him. Job says no matter what I'm going through. When we read the Bible please note these scriptures down Job 14:14. He says if a man dies shall he live again He says all the days of my heart service I will wait till my change comes Please read it for us Hai fumanile ebaletse na Hoja motho ya swang a ka boela a phela are you listening he says i will wait till my change comes you know the story of job job lost everything his children his wealth his position but because he knew the beauty of serving God he says i will wait until my change comes i will continue to serve god faithfully the bible says even when his wife spoke to him His wife wanted him to kiss God. The Bible says in the book of Job 
Chapter number 2 verse 10. Chapter 2 verse 10. He says but he said to her you speak as one of foolish women speaks. He says shall we indeed accept good from God and shall we not accept adversity? The Bible says in all this Job did not sin with his lips. You continue to trust in God. Even when he had lost everything, he maintained his confession. He maintained his position. As a faithful servant of God. The Bible says in the book of Job 42 verse 10. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Please read it for us. Why? Because Job in the midst of everything even when he lost everything he continued to be a faithful servant of God so people of God we need to grow from being just worshippers but being worshippers and servants in the kingdom of God. May the good Lord bless his word in the midst of your heart.